Do you feel that? Yeah, I feel that. Feels like spring, doesn't it? Feels like summer. I'm, so I'm hot. Like, yeah, I'm you're hot. hot. You're hot. You're hot. Okay. <laughs> it does feel like summer. It does. It does feel like summer. Welcome back to another episode of Brick House. You're listening to Andrew Pissarro and... What are we going by today? What are, what are we doing? How are we feeling? You can call me... Uh, J-Dog? Mr. Brennan. Mr. 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 Very professional in these uh, these springtime months. Okay. That's fair. A lot going on. A lot going on. Here we are. Uh, we, we, we've been up to a lot today. Yeah, we uh, watched my favorite hockey team. My favorite hockey team, but that's <laughs> fine. We watched my favorite hockey team in the village. I was, um, can confirm, pretty drunk. Yeah, you were like three pitchers deep by the time I got <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, I, I had quite the few adult yeah. beverage. Yeah, you're the you're the prime influence. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, and then we were like, all right, cool. We got we got a lot to talk about. There's a lot has been happening in the in the world of music, of culture, television. Game of Thrones is about to drop. The final season starting tomorrow, which is huge for us. We're not going to spoil it for anybody. We won't talk about the final season until it's concluded. But may I interject? This is the first episode being recorded. In Andrew's new apartment. Also true. Not, also true. Not a brick house. Not a brick house, but but it's also the first episode of the podcast that's being recorded after I became close personal friends with both Gendry and Grey Worm from Game of Thrones, not to brag. Yes, but we don't want to ruin it for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We didn't talk about Game of Thrones at all. I honestly did, sat down, talked with the, the actor, two actors from Game of Thrones for like 15 minutes, didn't talk about the show one time. That's impressive. I talked to him about soccer. That's that's really impressive because if I met one of my favorite musicians, it'd be really hard to not like mention anything about their music. But imagine if they were like going to drop a track in like the near future, and like they couldn't talk about it, and you didn't want to be that guy who was like just pestering. Well, I never want to be that guy. Exactly. So that's why. That's I why saw I... the guy from nothing walking down the block. He walked right past me. And that's why I didn't talk to them about anything Game of Thrones related. It was, it was all. But anyway, in the last episode. We introduce the new voicemail. Hit him with that number. Oh fuck! Don't don't <laughs> don't don't put me on blast like I'm that. I'm putting you dog. on spot. You put me on the you put me on the spot. Hang on, hang on, hold on. Wait a minute. All right, you ready? You ready for this voicemail number? Right it's nine one seven seven two five zero six one six. And you're getting to the voicemail number just a tad too quick because I do want to go to. We've got we've got three voicemails that we're going to address in today's pod. Three very important ones. I'm a little excited. I know you're excited. excited. But like follow us on IG at Brickhouse Pod No C. That's where you can find the, the voicemail number anytime, any any place. Always call it. You 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 heard a fire track and you're like, yo, I wonder what the Brickhouse boys think about this. Call it. Yo, I've got this absurd take about music, television, film, etc. Call it. Yo, I don't know what to do about my like chick that i met on xyz dating app call it like we're here for you we got you we're gonna take care of you yeah if you find out you have a, a son that you didn't know about and you have to start paying child support call us up we can't relate but we can we, we can try our best well damn sure do our best i will say this we do need it we need to address hand up hand up we need to address the public we've got a big thing we need to talk about because i texted you two nights ago before we decided we were going to tape this pod think about it we did we did text for sure text that day mm, probably what what did we, we what i said to you was we need to talk about the baton being passed uh, the, it wasn't about you saying bolt no 
the the baton has been passed in terms of 1 a.m. Oh, heaters at the bar. 1 a.m. heaters at the bar. It was Mo Bamba for a very long time. And what is it now? It's that Old Town Road. Old Town Road is the is the slapper that comes on at 1 o'clock in the morning and everybody loses their shit. Says the man who hates country music. Oh, fuck you, you hate country music just I as much as I do. I hate it just as much as you do. Just like, like a... But it's in your blood, man. It, you're from, like, kind of down south. Fuck you. Like, but yeah, you're I'm right. I'm saying. I'm just stating a fact. You're from south of the Mason-Dixon line. So technicalities, like, yes. Yeah. All, all technicalities aside, yes, you're right. But uh, you wanted to be different. Yeah, and I am different, but Old Town Road, man... I want to hate it. I want to hate it so much, but it's I can't. I it can't. pains me to admit that it's catchy. It's super catchy, and the fact that they got all right. So let's let's first of all, I hate the name of the artist. I hate the name of the artist so much. <laughs> you can't be Lil Nas. Lil Nas Zan. Lil Nas. Yeah, you can't be Lil Nas. It, it's not a name. Zan. You're forgetting the Zan part. Oh yeah. Lil Nas Zan. Okay. Well, sue me. Um, he was charting in the country charts with the OG I number version, seventeen up, up to seventeen, and then the country music charts came. were like, no, 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 no. This, this isn't country. This isn't country. It was definitely a it race was, thing. It hundred percent. But the fact that they had to come down and like lay a law down about him not being country enough bullshit. is one thing. Absolute, for sure, bullshit. Malarkey. For, for sure, bullshit. But for him to turn back around. And put out an absolute fire. With Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Mr. Cyrus. Mr. Hannah Montana himself. Mr. Business Up Front and Party in the Back. <laughs> is. <sighs> no, it's honestly. Yeah, it's replaced it. it. Yeah. Sorry, Mo, but move on over. Yeah. Little, and Z- that, little Nas Zan is. And the, up that's to the bat. problem, man. Like, I. I just I got my horses in the back, man. I I have I got the horses in the back. It's it just it sometimes it be like that, man. <laughs> Shout out Andrea. Sometimes it be like that. You better be listening. But I do want to I do want to talk about Check West because as ye who listens to the Brickhouse podcast, some of you know that I recently saw Check West live. And how much I shit on Check West. Let's hear what the public has to say about yeah, it. Yeah, the public the public does have something to say. So here we go. Yo. Alright, I just listened to the last episode of the pod. Um and I gotta say, man, uh I personally disagree with the take on Sheck West's performance at Barclay Center. Personally, man, I feel like he just he's not aimed at your demographic. Like, you got to understand, Sheck West isn't, you know, the lyrical dude that you're expecting. I'm listening to this. He's for sure going through a drive-thru. Calling the voicemail at the same time. What a guy. What else are you going to do? At least he said thank you. Like, Sheck West's music is made for that exact type of performance where... You need to get the crowd hype and electric, which is exactly what Travis was going for with this show. Is you know you don't want an opener like Earl Sweatshirt for Travis Scott because that's not the type of energy. Like that's not the same type of energy. Astro World is supposed to be an experience. You want people to come in excited. And I feel like Chef West did a good job of that. 
you know, personally, before this, I had no appreciation for his music whatsoever. I thought Mobamba was, you know, the top of his stuff. Thank you. Always respect. Thank you. I thought Mobamba was, like, the zenith of his ability as a rapper. But, you know, you got to take into account... He's not there to be lyrical. He's not there to make you think about shit. He's not Kendrick Lamar. He's not, you know, J. Cole. He's going to go up there. He's going to yell out some ignorant shit. And he's going to get these kids hyped. He's going to get everybody hyped. I feel like Jack West is at his best when you have just a couple drinks in you. You're feeling just rowdy enough to go down and mosh and jump around with people. And I feel like from where we were in the stands, it's hard to, like, really appreciate it because you're not down there jumping around and moshing. But if you are on the floor, it's a completely different experience. And I got to say, like, since then, I've grown an appreciation for his music. If you haven't checked out Mud Boy yet, I take some time, listen to it. It's not lyrical in the slightest. It's not it's pretty much just him, you know, screaming into the mic. But that shit is mad entertaining, dog. Mad entertaining. So definitely peep that shit if you get a chance, bro. All right, so that's from my homie Nate. Nate and I used to sell skateboards and skate apparel together for a Back when time. Andrew was cool. Fuck you, man. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I understand where he's coming from because I I know that appreciation for the same style of of like rock band, and I get that it's 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 your band that's trying to set a level of energy. My concern at that concert was still the fact that there were people who were super into his music in the same way that you and I have been super into like people who were you know had some level of depth, and I'm not. Look, I like Sheck West more than you did, and frankly, I like Sheck West more than Nate did. I think Sheck West serves a purpose, but I don't think Sheck West has a long-term place amongst the stars. He's got a he's got a best if eaten by, you know, like you know how like your cheese is if you eat it past this date, you're probably gonna get sick. That's just a suggestion. Well, yeah, but still, Sheck West has like a shelf life. My in my guess of like. Year and a half. You don't drink your milk after the expiration date. Not if it's chunky. No one you likes have to chunky check it. milk. It's just a suggestion. No man. one likes chunky milk. You could make it a, if you store it the right way. At least like five days. Yeah, and I get that. Sheck West has a best if listened to date. So when's his expiration date? I don't know. February two thousand nineteen. I feel like that's a little too early. I feel like Sheck might have. I'm gonna give Sheck through next summer. He puts out a banger for next summer. You never know, man. Anything's True. possible. You never know. But you texted me this week, and you were texting me about an all-timer. We're going to have a new segment on the show, Throne Thoughts. On the last segment, I had a, a genius idea while I was sitting on the man throne. A few days ago, I had a, a, not the genius idea, or thought, rather. J. Cole is the best rapper right now. Opinions. I don't disagree with the take. I'm a Kendrick guy. And I'm always going to say Kendrick. And I will say Kendrick's better, but right now, J. Cole is the best rapper in the game. Only because Cole's put out work and Kendrick hasn't this year. Yes, 100%. And Cole's work this year has been delicious. Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. It's, it's been good, but everything that Cole does is very good. I'm just a Kendrick guy. I've never had that like breakthrough J. Cole moment. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, hand out, that's because of me. 
I uh, I haven't I've listened to albums for, of his and I've enjoyed them and I, and um, I think 2014 Forest Hills Drive is my favorite by him. Mm-hmm. I just haven't been like. No, I have been blown away by Cole. I have listened to things that he's done. I mean, he goes platinum without any features, which is fucking insane. Yeah, he's incredible. You gotta he's, be good. He's to awesome. Do that. He's, but that's the thing. It he's going head to head with a guy like Kendrick, and the and the reality is he's not even going head to head. They're they've, friends. They're they've flirted with the idea of yeah. them doing an album together. I really hope that comes out. Uh, that that is the kind of star power. Like, in an when album. the news came out two days ago that. J. Cole and Drake were working on something together. I was like, oh, why couldn't it be Kendrick? Like, the Drake and J. Cole is going to be good, too. Oh, for sure good. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Drake <laughs> had Cole come out at a concert in, like, I think they were in the UK together or something, and had just, and had J. Cole do Middle Child by himself. That's dope. That's fucking That's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. But, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm a Kendrick guy. Like, I, the second that I heard Kendrick, I was like, Oh fuck! This is my guy. This is my ride or die guy, and and the best part about right this all of this is that, you know, I'm not a Biggie guy, so I hate Tupac, and I'm not a Tupac guy, so I hate Biggie. I enjoy both of them. Mm-hmm. We're in a, we're in an era of like who's the best rapper in the game. Where, I'd say we're in the best era of rap. I wouldn't say that. I would say it. I definitely wouldn't say. I'd that. say it. uh, it's still the '90s for me. Okay, well, call us up at uh, said number, and uh, give us call your opinion. Are we in the best era of rap? Is J. Cole the best rapper right now? Is Kendrick the best rapper? Is T.I. still the best rapper? T.I. was never the best rapper, but that number was 917-725-0616. Let us know. I'm dying to know. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of bests of the game, Tame Impala put out another another track. Borderline. Borderline. I believe they played it on SNL two weeks back. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's a new track, but you heard it on Saturday Night Live. Hand up. I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. I'm not like 14. Do you know what I'm doing on Saturday Saturday nights, Joe? I'm fucking partying. I'm not at home. I'm not sitting around watching NBC. You're not watching reruns of Grey's Anatomy on Saturday night? I've never once ever (laughs) on my life... Watch an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Bless your soul. Thank you. I feel like I needed it. Yeah. Uh, but we, yeah, you know, I liked Borderline. I thought it was very good. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it more than Patience. Not going to lie. It's a different, it's, a, it's the same style of vibe. It's very electronic. It's still indie based. But you hated it. I didn't say I hated it. It's produced well. I just think it's pop trash. I'm still going to listen to Inner Speaker. I'm still going to listen to Lonerism. I'm still going to listen to Currents. They're a great band. I'm just not not digging what they're putting out. But the album hasn't come out yet. I want to be wrong. I think this whole album is is coming out at the right time. Because you know what today was? Today was Record Store Day. Today was Record Store Day. But today was the second Saturday in April. It was the first Saturday all year. I pulled out the shorts. I'm in a shorts and a t-shirt today. I walked around Manhattan while it was beautiful out. It was just great. The sun was shining. There was no humidity. Everything's starting to pop. I have this vibe that the entire Tame Impala album is going to be the same way. Just a solid, good, positive vibe. And like once we get there, we're past the winter, man. We're into the springtime. Like... We're getting our florals ready. We're getting our bright colors ready. That Tame Impala album is about to fucking light shit up all spring and summer long. It's not going to be 
Old Town Road because Old Town Road is that trashy song. That dude, 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 come dude on, you can't even compare those two. No, and I'm okay with that. But speaking of Tame Impala, we got a voicemail. I meet. We got a voicemail in response to my me talking about Tim Paul from last time, and I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let it I'm gonna let it do a thing. Hey guys, what's going on? Long time listener, second time caller here. Just calling because I want to talk for a sec about episode eight of the Brickhouse podcast. I uh, thought it was a hell of a good podcast. Let's start with that, but I got to call out Andrew for something he said because you got you know it's got to happen at nine oh five. In episode eight, nine minutes, five seconds, you can roll this, you can check me on this. Andrew says, you know, you're outside getting some melatonin. Now, I am not a fucking doctor. I took some biology in high school, and I could be a doctor, but I'm not. That's not the point, but almost 100% sure this is not how melatonin works at all. It's something your body produces. You're not getting it from the sun. You get vitamin D. Nice. Anyway... Just wanted to call that out. Um, keep up the great stuff. But if I'm wrong, call me out. I don't give a fuck. Thanks for the call again. So I think we need to go back to school, Joe. Oh, back to school. Back to school. To prove to Dad that I'm not a fool. I got my lunch packed up. My boots tied tight. I hope I don't get well, in according a fight. to the internet oh, webmd melatonin is a hormone found naturally in the body uh melatonin uses as medicine is usually made synthetically in a laboratory it is most commonly available in a pill form but melatonin is also available in forms that can be placed in the cheek or under the tongue this allows the melatonin to be absorbed directly into the body so it's not from sunlight is what you're telling me correct so i got that one hand up i got that one wrong that's on me. You're still learning. I am. I learning. am still learning. And like, yeah. But you know what I meant? Like, you're outside. You're getting some, you know, you're, that seasonal depression's over. I believe you confuse it with melanin. Maybe. Melanin, a dark brown to black pigment occurring in hair, skin, and iris of the eye in people and animals. It is responsible for tanning of skin exposed to sunlight. Okay, so maybe, yeah. So I was close. Yeah, melanin, I feel, melatonin. I feel like you should give that to me. I feel like I should get partial credit. You shouldn't take melatonin in the sun because you'll fall asleep and get a wicked sunburn. I feel like I get partial credit. Like, that's like a C-, minus, but it's still partial credit. Uh, I didn't fail. I had most of the work. I, I'd give you 2 out of 10%. Okay, I'm okay with that. It's better than nothing. Yeah, true, true. For sure, you know. This- Dude, my roommate in biology class, he, he had a question. Um describing something about a finch and he answered the question with quote what is a finch end quote and he got 60 percent on it that's bullshit <laughs> no 100 percent. yeah it's bullshit it happened all right but we talked about the new tim Paul track what else do we got what else is new joe tell it break it down so once again there's always good music coming out people tell you that no new music is coming out tell them to fuck off new music by crumb called nina fire track um, if you haven't heard their old shit, uh, listen to Lock It. Watch the video specifically. Whoever does their videos, great job. Same thing. The video for Nina, great job. Um, this artist called Shlomo. That's uh, S-H-L-O-H-M-O. It sounds a bit Yiddish. I don't know. But anyway, he released a uh, new album. It's like electronic. Uh, it's It sounds like... Um, 
kind of like a bad trip on shrooms. I don't know what what that would feel like, but I like it's it's like a enticing. It's bizarre. It's it's really bizarre. Like how bizarre? Like uh, the track, which is which is really good. No, well, you heard it. It was like it was intense. It's intense electronic music that's really inviting. End quote. Also, the two chains. His album came out a few weeks ago. But we've talked about it. On the, we've on talked the, about it, yeah. but I heard a song on the radio with Ariana Grande, "Rule the World," and it was it was beautiful. Are you are you in are you in for Ariana Grande tracks? Is that what you're saying? I think she's hot. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. Breaking news. But I think she has a good voice too. Yeah. And lastly, uh, Anderson Pock, who we were drooling over last who year, who we have always been drooling yeah. over. Um, he released Oxnard last year, and it was. It was amazing. Um, but this year, he just re- released a new release, released a new release uh, called Ventura. Um, did a track with Smokey Robinson, um, you know, for Motown fame uh, called Make It Better. Um, definitely check it out. It's a fantastic R&B track. And you heard it right here. That's the, that's the new music, the Brickhouse stamp of approval. All right, so we're, we're going to do a new segment. Here we are about 20-so minutes into the pod today. We're going to do a new segment, and I, and I texted this to you. What's been at the top of your queue all week? What have you been, like, getting into and listening? Because I'll tell you what I've been listening to. I went on a little deep dive of the Black Keys this week. How deep? Uh, I went all the way back to Thick Freakness because I saw a post from, I guess, I don't know if it was Black Keys record label or the record label that produced Thick Freakness. Mm-hmm. Thick Freakness came out, like, 16 years ago earlier this 2003, week. 2003, I believe. Yeah, yeah, like, 16 years ago this past week. So I did like a deep dive on like old school Black Keys, like anything before Brothers, obviously, mm. and was just kicking ass on on Black Keys all week. I don't listen to anything after Brothers, to be honest. I would agree with that take, and I mean, obviously, I'll listen to the Arcs album because that well, yeah, that's Slade, that's amazing. That Slade and their new track Low High. But it's good. Yeah, it's good. I, Black Keys were top of my queue all week. Was mm-hmm. was them? Uh, it's always a lot of Biggie, just because I've been whenever. I'll say this. The fact that Spotify doesn't have Jay-Z is a fucking crime, man. Jay-Z not being on there really hurts the service. It's one of the He's one of the few artists that, that Spotify really doesn't have you covered on. But I'll be walking around Brooklyn, and it's like, oh, I want you know some authentic like Brooklyn stuff. They have the first album, right? No. Reasonable Doubt? They don't they have don't that? Have anything. Really? Wow. I mean, I think the most that you've got is like... Uh, they don't even really have Watch the Throne. Do they, have, they don't have Watch the Throne? They have wow. some of the singles from Watch the Throne. It's wild. So, yeah. So, he's not on Spotify. So... I'll listen to Biggie a lot, walking around Brooklyn, maybe some Gangstar, like uh, Most Def, all on the Beastie list. Boys. Beastie Boys. But yeah, the fact that Jay isn't on, I feel like really hurts it. But you yeah. listen to Neil Diamond? He's from Brooklyn. No. <laughs> I will say, so there's a, there's a, there was a, so we just, I just moved. There's a sick Biggie, uh, there's a Biggie mural near my old apartment, and it took us a minute to figure out who it was. And it's a famous director. I knew instantly. Who was it? It took you forever. It was Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I, why he had a, a bird on him. Because yes. of the birds, the movie. Well, it was funny because I was listening to What's Beef. And What's Beef has Call Me Raps Alfred Hitchcock in the line. And I was like, I, like, I literally was walking down the street, heard that line, and was like, what the fuck? And like jaw on the floor, completed walking down the rest of the. It track. all made sense. It all made sense. But what's on the top of the queue? What have you been listening? To? What have you been jamming out to all week? I revisited a uh, classic indie album from, I think it's about two thousand nine. I want to say maybe two thousand eight. Floating vibes, 
by the band Surfer Blood. A few years back, the guitarist passed away from cancer. Tragic uh, story. But if you haven't heard this band or this album, definitely check it out. It's refreshing still to this day. Um, it hasn't really hasn't really aged at all. Like it, it, if you told me it came out now, I'd believe it. I fucking love music like that. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. Surfer Blood, Floating Vibes. The other band that's been on top of my list is a band that I just discovered this week, and I feel like I should have known years ago. So uh, the other night I was listening to a song by the Flaming Lips, uh, She Don't Use Jelly. Great, great track. And I just put it on Spotify. You never struck me as a Flaming Lips fan. I'm impressed. I'm growing every day. You know, I'm striving to impress on a regular basis. <laughs> you amongst many people. More people than you, to be honest, if we're hand up. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. But yeah, so I'm, you know, listening listen to She Don't Use Jelly, and then on comes this track by this band Pavement, and then goes to... Which Pavement song? I don't Was rem- it Gold Sound? I don't remember, to be honest. And then came on um, a track by a band that we know very well, that you and I used to play on the radio all the time. Um, Built to Spill? Built to Spill came on. And then it went back to like a, something else that I knew, and then it went to, back to Flaming Lips, and then it went back to Pavement. And I was like, I, in like, in the matter of like 45 minutes, I heard like three tracks by Pavement. I was like, what the fuck is this band, and how the fuck have I not heard from them already? They're great. They're, They're really phenomenal. good. Yeah, so if you're into that, how would you describe them? Uh, so the lead singer of Pavement, Stephen, Stephen Jix, I believe his name is. No, Stephen Malkminis. His backup band is the Jinx. The Jix, anyway. Uh, Stephen Malkminis is a phenomenal songwriter, amazing lyricist. You could just listen to the lyrics, and he he describes such a vibrant story. But behind him, the band makes this... This... uh. Some songs are just kind of like a dream, almost. Like, you listen to it, and you feel like you're dreaming... And then the next song, it feels like a fight, like you're watching the epic fight scene, like Braveheart. Great band, great, great '90s alt band that has aged very well. All right, so before we wrap it up for today, we have one more pot. We have one more voicemail. Play it. Hey guys, big fan of the podcast. Uh, I did have a question regarding your one episode with what music you guys like to listen to in the bath. I uh, was wondering what your favorite kind of bathtub to sleep in slash take naps would be. Uh figured this would be, uh, you'd get at least a good story out of answer for this one. Take it easy, guys. Thanks for the call, Hayden. Uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Um, I'm going to take a swing at this and say I've never fallen asleep in a bathtub, nor do I plan on. Uh, I like I like the water, but I don't want to drown. I don't want to get wake up as a raisin or pruned. So um, I'm going to say nothing because I'm not falling asleep in the bathtub. Andrew, what do you have to say about that? I have to say a lot. (laughs) Uh, Hand up, I fell asleep in a bathtub once. Hand up, it's Hayden's fault that we don't have a picture of it. Why would you take a picture of that? Were you you clothed? I was clothed. Oh, okay. Okay. I was under the impression you were butt naked and you fell asleep in the bathtub. (laughs) No, that didn't happen. Woke up looking like a a raisin white grape. Um, All right. So (laughs) there's a story here if you'd like it. Duh. Okay. So um, Hayden and I have a, a mutual friend, Brian, who you also know. 
more more popularly is Purvis. Yes. And Hayden and I went up to visit Purvis in Baltimore for on a Friday night. Uh, Purvis took us to a bar where for 10 American dollars you could uh, drink unlimited beers for three hours. That's dangerous. Needless to say, I had about 15 to 16 beers in about three hours. Then we went to about two more bars. As you can imagine, this did not handle this and Andrew. It didn't go well in the long run. So we get back to we get back to Purvis's apartment. I go upstairs, sitting in the bathroom, doing as things might happen if you would have were to say have twenty plus drinks in a five hour period. Apparently, I fell asleep. Not around the toilet, but... Disclaimer, this isn't a normal thing. <laughs> Not a regular basis. Not my proudest moment. Um, there's more to this story that I cannot tell in the podcast. Leave that to yourself. We're going to leave that to myself. But needless to say, I was upstairs in the bathroom taking care of things, sitting on the edge of a bathtub, and I fell into the bathtub when I fell asleep. And they just left me there. Because I, like, didn't hit my head on, like, the, the faucet or anything. How did your neck feel the next morning? The funny enough, I didn't wake up in the bathtub. Or I don't remember waking up in the bathtub. My, um, his roommate was out of town for the weekend and told me that I could crash on his bed. Uh-huh. So I woke up the next morning at, like, 9 o'clock in, in that bed. I see. And I was like, not a big deal. And Purvis and Hayden have been telling me for years about how they found me in the bathtub, asleep, passed out, and no one... Maybe they're messing with you. No one thought There's no photographic proof. There's no photographic proof. So they proof. might be messing with they you. They might be fucking with me. They might have been fucking with me for like three years now. Hayden, we need a follow-up phone call. Yeah, we need, yeah, we need a follow-up because I'm not saying it didn't happen. I firmly believe that it happened. I'm uh, saying I need to know more. Hey, Joe is... Maybe, maybe we just need to have Hayden on the pod. I approve. Yeah, I think I think we need to. Ha- but I, yeah, I was um I was fifty shades to the wind, like I was I was gone, and then we went to two more bars. There is a picture of the three of us on my Instagram at Andrew Pissarro. You can follow Joe at ba da 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 ba da 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 da, or at Brickhouse Pod No C. Um, there's a picture of me from that night, and I'm. The caption on that picture is like, and two hours later, I was found asleep in a bathtub. And you can look at that picture and be like, oh, this guy for sure fell asleep in the bathtub. <laughs> I'm going to look at that later tonight. Yeah. It's it's good pick. I still use that shirt on a regular basis. Are you wearing it now? I'm not. I'm currently not. Good. Oh, you heard it here. I, well, you didn't even answer the question. What what music are you going to listen to to fall asleep in the bathtub? You can't just leave him hanging. Probably the Beatles. The Beatles. She came in through the the bathroom bathroom. window. There you go. You heard it right here. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. (laughs) 